The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Welcome to another edition of Analyze This with yours truly, Neville James. It's a beautiful day in paradise, and you're in tune to your NPR station. 93.1 FM here in the Virgin Islands. It's lovely outside. It really is. Island Green. We asking for steady showers to keep the island green forever. You know what I'm saying? But it's good to be back in the saddle. You know, I ain't been here since Thursday. Hope those who went to the uh, village festivities and all that stuff had a good time over the weekend. And then, of course, you know, yesterday I had to go to St. Thomas to support my big sister, who is now a senator. No longer senator-elect. She took the oath yesterday, Maurice James, uh, allowed for uh, the family to make some history. First brother-sister to be... Members of the 35th, I mean, the first branch of government. She is a member of the 35th uh, legislature. So congratulations to her and to all of the senators. Okay? And I, uh, good to be back uh, uh, in the well. Hadn't been there for a long time. And uh, so I want to give a shout out to seven senators from St. Thomas and St. John. The district of St. Thomas, St. John, the large senator from St. John, Mr. Bolkes, who actually has some roots here on St. Croix. And, of course, the seven senators from the Big Island, Novel France. Senator Novel Francis is the president, 35th legislature, uh, vice president, Marvin Blyden, secretary, Carla Joseph. Uh, senators, that is, Senator Marvin Blyden, Senator Carla Joseph, and the majority leader, Senator Kenneth Gittins. Okay, and everybody else. Good morning, Madam President. You did a wonderful job stewarding the 34th legislature, Donna Fred Gregory, Senator Donna Fred Gregory, and I want to commend you for holding on the fort. Now you, it's my understanding, you'll be the finest chair. So do your thing. Okay. Ah, uh, so we're going to reach out to the National Water Service so they can let us know what's going on. Table talk starts at the bottom of the hour. The ranking member says he's going to be. Joining us a bit later on that. We're going to be talking about a number of different things. Um, keeping an eye on COVID. And I'm going to give you some numbers in a little bit. We'll also be talking about uh, what took place in the House all of last week. They finally, uh, you know, selected a speaker late Friday night, early Saturday morning. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happened going forward. We'll, we'll speculate on that a little bit. But... Um, that was interesting. And then, of course, we're going to talk some tourism um, here in the territory. Um, yesterday at the um, swearing in, in in the garden, I spoke with um, Raul Carrillo. And uh, he informed me that um, in between Truman and... Um, Clinton, 
we actually had visits from other presidents. And we're going to get into that detail. Matter of fact, St. John in 1970, hold on there. Um, I, got, I pulled up the story yesterday. He had me to know that um, President Nixon came to St. John. So I pulled up the story um, yesterday. And this is this is factual. And I know when we, when we break this down on the table talk, Rocky in particular is going to have some fun with it. Um, you know, I like to use the New York Times, 1971, late 71. Uh, excuse me, late January 1971. President Nixon um, spent some days uh, over on St. John, Canil Bay. So I'm looking forward to that conversation with Rocky and Doc and Ronnie. Um, because, I mean, what's going on, man? You know what I mean? We really had it going on back in the day compared to now. And I'm going to read some excerpts from that New York Times story. Um, we really, we really shouldn't, we, we really should be leading, given our connections. And I believe um, Kennedy was here as well because I remember him giving a speech um, and pretty much saying that we bought there was a speech um, that um, President Kennedy gave when he came to the Virgin Islands and he was talking about our buying uh, US, I mean buying the, the Virgin Islands for 25 million dollars and buying Manhattan for another figure and he cracked a joke about it um, saying that this was money well spent. So I'm going to try to find that story, if my memory serves me correctly. Okay, here yeah, remarks. Remarks from uh, Senator John F. Kennedy at a Je Jefferson Jackson dinner. Let me see. I'm going to pull this up. Yeah, man, we've we been in thing for a long, long time. You check? Okay, no, he wasn't president then. This was in December of 1958. He was a senator at that point. Okay, remarks of Senator John F. Kennedy at the Jefferson Jackson Day dinner in St. Thomas, Virgin Islands, December 16th, 1958. Yeah, so we're going to have a good time. Here's what he said. I have long wondered why the Virgin Islands were worth over a million times more than Manhattan. Manhattan Island cost thing approximately $24, while the Virgin Islands cost $25 million. Having just been in Manhattan and now coming here, I think this was a great bargain, and we may have paid too much for Manhattan. So clearly this is about weather and location, so we're going to get into that in a little bit, but we got the National Weather Service on the line. Who am I speaking with this morning? Good morning. Hello? Yes, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning. I'm good. How are you? Ryan. Hey. Mr. Chambers, what's up, man? Hey, just um, here at work. <laughs> and, uh, how, how are you today? I'm good, man. Happy New Year once again. Yes, Happy New Year. You you um, been checking out the, the, the um, Hispanic um, cultural festivities, anything down there, man? Because this is a very important time of the year down there. Yes, yes. I am... Um, have been observing how much they love Christmas here. 
<laughs> and it is uh, it is interesting. It's quite nice. Um, I haven't participated too much in the festivities because I was away in the states visiting family. Okay. But um, yeah, it's it's cool how much they care here. You know that um, they actually do something beginning on January sixth, right? They they actually have uh, uh, festivities called the uh, Octavitas. 2023 and um, we're for the next eight days beginning on January 6th um, they have a lot of um, cultural stuff and they celebrate that um, I'm reading it right now um, yeah they start on October 6th and they go till about the 14th or the 15th the celebration of Puerto Rico so it's not over yet that's true so yeah, I know they they have that one festival um San Sebastian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you got it. That's it. There you go. So you, you're starting to get yourself ingrained in what's up going at the San Sebastian Festival on January 20th. Right? It starts, it starts, Puerto Rico has the longest Christmas celebration in the world. Yeah. From Discovery Day on November 19th to the end of the San Sebastian Festival on January 20th. So a full two months. So uh, you got 10 more days to get some of that. All right? <laughs> I, I will. Okay. I will. How's family? Everybody good? Yeah, family's good. Family's Flo- Florida, right? Yes, yes. But um, my sister, she moved to Missouri. Oh, you went to the show me. You went to the show me state. What was it like out there? It, it, could you, yeah, the show me state. Exactly. <laughs> they have that on the license plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> show me state. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was nice. It's nice. It it snowed the whole time. So it, I finally I had my first white Christmas ever. So. Wow. Yeah, it was it was really nice spending it with the family. Oh, that's good. That's good. How was it? Oh, let me ask this question. I'm kind of intruding in your business now, but how was the how was the flights? Because right now they, a lot of airlines been struggling and all that stuff. Everything went smooth. Definitely. Um, I got lucky personally, mm-hmm. and I didn't have any delays. I flew in before the winter storm and flew out after, so I avoided all that complications. But I um. Yeah, that was a pretty hectic week. I know, especially for um, people flying with Southwest. Oh, man, look, yeah, that was criminal what Southwest was doing to people. Man. Yeah, wow. a lot of cancellations. But um, hopefully everything's back to normal. I haven't heard any problems recently. Um, okay. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. Yeah, that's, that's, that's wild. St. Louis area or out in the, out in the countryside? It is um, out of, it's near St. Louis. It's a county called St. Charles. And, um... Beautiful country, beautiful countryside. Of course, it was white, but you know, because of the Christmas, right? Uh, yeah. Could, could you repeat that, please? It was hard. Sorry, it's hard. To I, I asked if it's lovely out there, but I, because I know you went during the winter time, so it was white. It was a white Christmas for you. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. It uh, snowed the first day. And uh, but how about yourself? Um, no, no, we had we had a good we had a good a good winter season. Uh, we've been getting that that intermittent rain that keeps the, keeps the ground green, so we've been good. Um. No steady, heavy rain, but uh, enough to keep the ground saturated. And, and, of course, you know, we had the president here for like five, six days. So we've been we've been on the radar. We're doing well. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, is the weather going to remain as lovely as it is now or what? Because it looks good. Yeah, yeah. The weather is pretty fair. Um, we are expecting an increase of passing showers throughout the day um, as we have southeast flow. But... Overall, for the U.S. Virgin Islands, we are just expecting passing showers and then a mix of clouds and sunshine. It's um, and that weather's going to remain the same for the next couple days into the weekend. 
as we have similar conditions. Any um, marine advisory for our boaters and our beachgoers? Not at the moment. The, the seas are pretty tranquil. Um, we do have a moderate risk rip currents out, so beachgoers should just be careful, especially for beaches that are known to have strong breaking waves if they're not strong swimmers. But um, overall, we just have seas up to five feet, and um, winds aren't that strong between five and ten miles per hour from the southeast. So nothing too much to worry about. So we're good at least through the week, through the weekend, um, passing showers and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty nice weather. Okay. Um, we normally get a cold front or two in January, so I'm looking out for that. Yes, we are expecting that. Oh, like really? Early next week. Yeah. Early next week. Okay, okay, okay. So we can put our put our listeners on alert that uh, early next week we're looking at a, a, a little a little chill. Yeah, yeah, that should be. Um, models are suggesting it's going to start coming down about Tuesday. So we'll keep our eye on that closely. Okay, that's 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 good. That's good, Mr. Chambers. Thank you very much. Happy New Year once again, and looking forward to having these conversations with you throughout the year. Yes. Likewise, I really enjoy this. You got thank, thank you, you so sir. Much. Appreciate it. That's Mr. Ryan Chambers from the National uh, Weather Service, uh, letting us know that um, it's gonna get a little chilly early next week, a week from today. Your check. So, uh, just want to give a heads up uh, to the listeners. Okay, let me run through the COVID. I done set up a set up one of my um, my classic Quelbe. Them, uh, you know what? We gonna we gonna hold off on the Quelbe until after the break, okay? But I'm going to get back to the, to the Jefferson Jackson dinner there for a little bit. But let me give you the COVID numbers. I had a big sample. You check what I'm saying? Big sample yesterday, man. Right? Well, when I say yesterday, I mean the Department of Health. And good morning, Commissioner Tito Encarnacion. Um, good to see you uh, yesterday. Of course, you know, Tita, my sister, uh, go way back. 716 tests, of which 670 were negative and 46 were positive. Okay? So this is mm, 14 and a half to 1 ratio. So we could live with that. That's manageable. Normally, you know, 19 to 1 is what we're looking for because that's the 5% threshold but we could live with this let me divide force 46 into 716 give a shout out to dr and treasure while they're doing that because she'd have provided guidance and you know? she and uh my good friend the notorious tchc Ty camille hunt season medical director good morning 6.4 percent positivity rate we could live with that given what we're dealing with now right because we're going through a little a little, a little thing right now. That's why I'm calling a little thing. Okay, Danny? We're going to call it a peak. Just a little thing to keep us honest. Okay, so don't be afraid to wear your mask. Okay? I walk in mine. Just wear it. Who got a problem? That's their problem. Wear that mask if you feel like it. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people ain't congregating for the season and all that stuff. So, now, but we actually got 64 actives in the territory. Now, could you imagine that with that, with the 46 positives from yesterday, our actives actually went down from 67 to 64. You check? Now, I believe this number going to get real high come weekend, come this weekend. Okay? Because that congregating, 
with Juve. I see a photo, a drone photo with Juve. Looking down the street. Danny, you see that photo with the, the people them? The whole of King Street, my son. People like ants. Go check. That two years, that two years of mass that will put on, put on hiatus. They, had, they, they make up for it last weekend, my son. Mm-mm. Then I saw the parade. Excellent coverage here on uh, the dozen, WTJX. And the people, them, yeah, they were getting this. They were playing mass. So I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but knowing how the, the, the virus works with congregating, um, I could see it, my son. I could see it. I could, I could see our, our numbers peaking. So be careful, okay? Whatever you do. I got a text message here. Let me see. I believe I know what the person, what the person texting me. Yeah. Wait now. My people left me on a cruise. Man into you, man. They're just rolling into Nassau in the in the Bahamas. One of my people them Good morning. Enjoy yourself, man. And they say, listening to my boy on the cruise while in the gym. Uh-huh. Good looking out, man. Happy New Year, my boy. Check it. Enjoy yourself while you're over there. You know what I'm saying? See, I like in that. It's like, yeah, man. So with the congregating and all that stuff, I'm expecting those numbers uh, to to you know, ascend some. Okay, so be careful. But I believe by by the end of the month we're gonna be brand new. That's my uh, prediction. Three weeks from today, the 31st of January, person is gonna be brand new. Okay, nuevo de nuevo. Okay, nationally, 15 percent. I think last week we get up to 16, right? What is it? Yeah, we got up to 16 last week, uh, Wednesday. And we was there as, as well on Thursday. But I see 15% this morning. So it looked like the curve is bending back in the direction that we wanted to bend towards. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about the big number for America. Okay, the number right now is at a million ninety-six thousand seven hundred fifty-one deaths. Average deaths is at 467, though. Right? One thing yesterday was at 507 yesterday. So we've got to be careful in that regard. Okay. So we take a break, we come back, we'll touch up the uh, market numbers for yesterday. That was down 112.96 points, all that stuff. So do that, you're going to hear a little bad manja. And then uh, hopefully uh, Doug School and uh, Ronnie Russell to start the festivities. And then the ranking member will join us uh, shortly after. Be back right after this. graduated from high school in the U.S. Virgin Islands, don't be stuck with college debt. Create your future for free with Free Tuition Plus at UVI. With Free Tuition Plus, your tuition is covered. Plus, you can use additional financial aid to pay for room and board and other expenses. At the University of the Virgin Islands, you'll receive a world-class education with opportunities to study abroad and gain hands-on experience. Choose from 99 majors, minors, and certificates on campus and online. Visit www.uvi.edu and apply today. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station, 
in the Virgin Islands. 1A is your place for daily conversation with thoughtful guests and listeners from around the country. Fridays are home to our news roundups, where we answer your questions about the biggest stories of the week. I'm Jen White. This year, we continue to celebrate your freedom to listen, weigh in, and share what you're curious about. And with your help, we'll get to the heart of the story together. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Hi, I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! Democracy Now! features ideas and voices from some of the best minds of this generation and previous ones, including activists, muckrakers, visionaries, artists, risk takers, academics, and just folks, as in the most just folks who share a commitment to truth, democracy, justice, diversity, equality, and peace. Catch Democracy Now! at his new time, weekdays at 10 a.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1. And we're back here, uh, and Alexis, and uh, like I was saying um, yesterday, uh, the Dow um, kind of mixed. Down 112.96 points. Uh, down three, uh, a third uh, of a percent, point three four percent. But um, we had uh, 15 of the 30 blue chip stocks saw gains, 15 saw losses. So that's that's pretty balanced. Nasdaq was, um, what was it? NASDAQ was up 0.63%. S&P 500 was down 0.08%. And uh, Russell 2000 was up 0.17%. So like I said, we're kind of flat. None of the uh, indices were were up or down 8%. So uh, uh, we could live for that. The Dow Close at 33,517.65. So we keep an eye on that because there's been this thing out there where, you know, folks are pretty much uh, projecting, uh, predicting and all that stuff. So some type of recession to take place. But I don't know about that because that might be countered by the infrastructure legislation of 2021. Um, the bill that... Uh, the first major bill that uh, President Biden passed. You know, he passed significant bills. Uh, he passed the climate control and the budget bill when um, Senator Manchin came through um, for him and the people of the country back in the summer. And then the $1.7 trillion omnibus bill that the Republicans were whining about that was passed in the latter days that we missed out on with the cover over. So um, we got a lot of things to talk about. Um, of course, that embarrassment that took place last week on the floor. Some will say it's a deliberative body on democracy and progress, but I don't know about that. There's a limit to the nonsense. Yeah. So check this here. Mr. DJ, let me get out, bad man, Jade. To kind of um, let the public know that uh, the, the Quelbe music, yeah. The Quelbe music will always be in the mix. <laughs> you know what I mean? In particular... Featuring flute fast and lead at Ohalo uh, Williams saxophone. That's a morning Bronco, right? So, that's a little. Good morning, Rashida Hajdo. Good to see you. Okay. 
Enjoy yourself a little bit, and then we'll come back and break things down some more. Song. And of course, of course, it's just a, a beautiful song. I said, well, that's quadrille music, right? That's that's a one hundred percent instrumental, and um, you're just hearing the two nay ladies forward, all kind of thing. That's classic quadrille music, right there. So that's the reason why I like to pump that. You know, check. 
Um, right after that, as a matter of fact, on that album, um, I'm going to look for the song now, right? Uh, the, the song, I believe, on that album, Culturally Yours, right? Um, the, 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 the song is, um, There's a black girl in the ring, tra-la-la. Uh, <laughs> I believe that's the song that's on that album now. Go see if I can find it for uh, Yoka. That, that one there, um, that, that one there, that, that's what you call willful Quelbe music. You check? Hold on, I got to um, make sure I find it so I can hear that one there, Black Girl, GMZ, Happy Seven. You check? But that one there, Right, that's a, a willful song. Uh, let me see. Okay, here we go. No, ain't that one there. Go find it. No, no Ram Good. All I want, I, 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 which is arguably one of my favorites. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm a Hollander, Black Girl. Um, a classic. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Find it. Yeah. <laughs> I go, I, I go, I go send it. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry, about that. I know you hear it in the background, right? I go send it to to my partner. A very deliberate song. I know dogs go like this one. You check the way with how um deliberate and slow. Be morning, Kendall Henry, out of the West Casey, the Kala and the percussionist par excellence for um stunning intensity plus nice. One thing about um one fan that I know. Okay, she got a Shalita Shang. She said, Nephew, you ain't got nothing more Quelbe and, and the history of the Virgin Islands and when it comes to music and all that stuff that Casey don't know. Okay? So, I gonna stay close to Casey with uh, people like that there. Uh, good for us. Good morning, uh, Uncle Raymond Francis, out of the rat. Happy New Year uh, and all, all that good stuff. Okay? Now, um, like I was saying when I was reading this article, right, in 1958, December 1958, just under two years um, before uh, President Kennedy, who was a senator at the time, was elected in 1960, right? Um, and he mentioned uh, that, you know, we had the Jeff, can you imagine? We were in thing. So much that the Jefferson Jackson Day dinner, right, in St. Thomas, right? And we're going to get into the history of the Jefferson Jackson Day dinner because that's all over. I know one time, most recently, it was in Iowa and all that stuff. But to see that from a political standpoint, that they held this dinner, right, in 1958, right, in the Virgin Islands, tells you how they looked at the Virgin Islands. We were truly, when you want to get away from the mainland, the place to be was the Virgin Islands to get away. And here, here, is, here is a paragraph from, this, from the speech from John Kennedy. The physical beauty of the islands is matched by its achievement, a showplace of democracy, here, complete social democracy without regard to race, color, or creed is a living reality. 
There is much you can teach us all. Much we can learn from you. Went on to say, but there is no reason why this social democracy should not be accompanied by greater political democracy. The islands have never had organized crime. No Virgin Islander has ever been accused of engaging in subversive activity. In every way, you have demonstrated the responsibility, the culture, and the appreciation of democratic traditions that entitles you to greater autonomy. From what I've seen here today, and from what I have learned from your leaders, Rafe Palwanski and Joseph Alexander, I am convinced that the islands are politically stable and mature and that they are willing, able, and deserving to take on more self-government. And of course, you know, 12 years later, we uh, elected our own governor for the first time, Melvin Evans. And, um, you know, this is interesting that in the late 50s, before I banned, and I'm up there, right, that um, we've had uh, leaders of this stature, future world leaders, I mean, we were five years, four years away, uh, four years before the Bay of Pigs that took place not far from here up in Cuba, right? When Fidel, you know, as great as Fidel, Fidel decided that he wanted to have Russian uh, influence in, 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 in these parts because of his communist thinking and Kennedy had to let um, Fidel, them know, no, 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 they got a limit, okay? Don't, don't go there. Okay, whatever you do, you got a limit to what we're doing. Don't go there. We own this part of the world. All right? And I'll be careful. Okay? So this is just to show that we've always had the highest levels of um, potential. And there, there really is no excuse for us to be struggling um, from a, a socioeconomic uh, perspective. Uh, we join now by Ronnie Russell, um, a good friend. Um, actually, my my first partner um, from a contributing standpoint here, and analyze this the one only Keenan Senator. Good morning, Ronnie. Happy New Year, man. How's everything? Good morning, Neville. Happy to New Year to you, and Happy New Year to all the wonderful people in the territory and everybody listening to you all over the world. Happy New Year. I appreciate that. Um, you see your girl, your girl, take the oath yesterday, man. Yep. Yeah, she uh, she's a senator now too. I okay came into the the legal realm around the same time, right? Mid eighties, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and work yep. work work for the the one and only Hajan Sheen, man. Big right. big big law firm in Christianstead. <laughs> even yeah, even yeah. though you got Frederickstead roots, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. yeah. Haj, uh, Winston come out of the West, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The whole and that they their family, they. Grandmother was very close to my grandmother. They grew up together. You I, know, it, it's a their their grandmother or their mother. They, you know, I think it was their grandmother. Okay. Not, 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 not their mother. Their mother. Right. Yeah, I, I, I could see, I could see Winston and direct their mother. We're good with your, we with um Miss Rivera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their mother, yeah. your mother. And, yeah. and 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 I'm gonna tell you something. Um, those ladies, they, they commanded respect, and they didn't have to go look for it. It just came naturally, man. That's how we exactly. that's, that's how we revered our mothers back then, you know. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's supposed to be a legacy 
that is passed on to generation to generation. And hopefully this younger generation is uh, getting some of that legacy of respecting your elders and most importantly, your mother and father paying reverence to them because everybody know without a mother and father, we, we have nothing because we would be orphans because they raise us and take care of us. Without a doubt. I like, I, like, I like the way you, you, you're coin that one. Um, and not only that, I, I think if if they embrace looking out for their parents and their grandparents, it, it would allow for them to be um, good parents in their own right. Exactly. Down the road. That, that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, and, you know, that it is passed on and... Is a, a, a legacy that should live on for eons in the Virgin Islands because we have we have good values, uh, base values in in our territory that I really feel proud that we you know how we grew up and how we have adjusted to a, a serious capitalist society and we have adjusted so you know. You know, and I, and, and I was reading some excerpts from this speech. Could you imagine that, that we had John Kennedy, well, he was a senator, here in the Virgin Islands in 58. Of course, you know, this was a precursor to him running for president in 60. But it really speaks to how they viewed the Virgin Islands as a place to be, Ronnie, back in the day. But, you know, the president was recently here, too. Yeah. And, and and you know the the a lot of Republicans have also vacationed here, and it don't be it don't make news, but it a lot of senators and very important people from the United States of America come here to vacation, and that that well, 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 we're gonna get into that. Cherish. We're gonna get into that when, when we come back from the break, as I found out from Raul Carrillo, and I I pull up the story that Nixon came here, and I, I'm I going when you when yep. <laughs> when you hear when you hear what he planned to do while he was here, you're gonna laugh. It, it, it gonna really speak to how folks view what they could do while they're here in the Virgin Islands. You're gonna laugh when I read it to you, man. Seriously, we got Ronnie Russell with the table talk. Doc Skull should be joining us in a little bit, and then um, um, Rocky Lightbot. So we take a break. Be back right after this. Listening to the wings of a monarch butterfly. What a magical thought. They arrive here on the Day of the Dead, which we celebrate here in Mexico. And a lot of the indigenous people believe that it's the souls of their ancestors that are returning. You know? And it's very spiritual. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Great question. That is a great question. And that's a great question. Wow, that's another great question. That's uh that's a great question. Oh, that's a great <laughs> that's a great question. That is a great question. What a great question. On fresh air, you'll hear unexpected questions and unexpected answers. Weekdays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJ FM 93.1. 
your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Banking for your business. At Bank of St. Croix, our mobile apps provide access to business accounts on the go. And our merchant card services accept credit and debit payments anywhere, anytime. Plus, the online banking platform means your bank is always open. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallows Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. BankofStCroix.com. I'm Scott Tong from Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. We bring you all the news that happens between the morning headlines and the afternoon wrap-up. Plus, conversations with authors and artists, stories that affect you, maybe a story about you. So join us for NPR's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. Back here and analyze this, and uh, I got Ronnie Russell joining us. Docs call coming for Docs as yet? Not yet. Okay, Manny Ronnie, how are you? Docs. No, Docs ain't coming yet. How are you doing? Oh, oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I thought it was Docs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so check this out, Ronnie. I was at this wearing in yesterday morning, and oh, nice. And uh, Raul Carrillo came to me and he said, Neville. <clears throat> I know that people referencing um, Truman and Clinton as the last two um, President. presidents who visited while they were in office. But I want you to know that uh, Richard Nixon was also here while he was president. So I said, yeah, he said, yeah, he wasn't seeing John. So you know me. You know, I like to do my research at the history and the history, history buff that I am. New York Times. January 29th, 1970, January 30th, 1971. And the story was was put in um, uh, uh, on January 29th. Uh, Doc Skull said he needs to lay in uh, because he, he said he did uh Danny. So we could get him. He said to lay in and, and, uh, via the link. So I'm going to read this here real quick, uh, Ronnie. And you're going like, to like the last paragraph, right? Yeah. Uh, President Nixon settled in today at a Dutch plantation villa for a weekend of rest, reading, and backyard barbecues. The president flew here this afternoon, which was the 29th, and the story was on January 30th, with his wife and a small group of White House aides after presenting Congress his budget for the 1972 fiscal year. Quote, Washington is below freezing. I'm glad to be in the Virgin Islands. The president told reporters at St. Croix where his Air Force jet landed. Mr. Nixon Ooh. flew by helicopter to the nearby island of St. John, where he and Mrs. Nixon planned to stay until Monday in a $105 a day villa at the Canil Bay Plantation Resort. Mr. Nixon brought with him a briefcase containing drafts of messages he will present to Congress in coming weeks. But he said that he also hoped to read three books. 
Yeah. You check so he identifies Saint John when he got a little vacation. He gonna read, man. That's what they come here to do, Arani. Exactly. Rest, relax, and read. Exactly. Not just R and R, R R and R. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We had a dog school today, you know what? Man and dogs. We, we ain't get ducks. We ain't get ducks in. No, we ain't get ducks in. We ain't get ducks in. Yeah, well, but go ahead, Ronnie. You know, uh, Rita, I got another article from the following that I want to read as well. So go ahead. Yeah, I, 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 I thought the occasion presented itself. You know, I published the executive order in the office because I know that people come to the Virgin Islands to relax, to read, and to have a good time, play golf, do things that they can't do up in the coal, and President Biden was here. So, you know, I, I, I used the occasion to publish it. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I, I his press visited the office, and we know we got traction with it. So, you know, the, 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 the timing of everything, Neville, with the president coming during our Christmas festival, mm -hmm. was significant. Yeah, man. And this president put us on the map like we could never have gotten with just publicity. The president being here, CNN, Fox News, and I, I heard... He a ABC, ABC was actually the lead network as it relates to um, yep. to, to working with the other um, um, networks, Fox, CBS, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. yeah. yeah. you, know, you, know you know that they leaned on, on WTJX. Our truck uh, provided the link. Uh, for uh, them, for them up the road. So once again, investing in the in the territory, the entire territory works out yeah. to the benefit. Good trip. So, so you know, it was beautiful because the kind of press that we could get it, as a tourist destination, which we are. That's 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 part of our economic. You know, the whole economic platform that we have. And, and our fiber, our economic fiber. Yeah. 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 So without without a doubt. So I, I, I really uh, think that, you know, the whole season was a plus for the Virgin Islands and everybody got to feel proud of the, you know, what we presented. I got, some, I, I got something else for you for the article for the next day, man. You go like this one. Ducks school, you come here, the one, man? Man uh, and ducks. Waiting to get ducks in the mix. Check this out, Ronnie. So the next day now. They said President Nixon, this is the the, the 30th, the, uh, the, the yeah. 30th story, but come out on the 31st, right? Yeah, come out on the 31st, yeah. a 30th story. President Nixon relaxed today in the serenity and 85 degree weather of his tropic, of this tropical island where he hoped to read three books he brought along from the White House library. The Nixons are staying in a white two-story bungalow frequently used by Lawrence S. Rockefeller, chairman of the board of the Canil Bay Plantation, Inc. The White House announced today that the president had named former Governor Raymond Schaefer of Pennsylvania to head a special commission studying drug abuse and the effects of marijuana. The commission oh, wow. established last October 27. That would be 1970. Yeah, yeah. 1970 right, will yeah. examine existing marijuana laws and evaluate international controls. Could you imagine that, Randy? 50, over wow. 50 years ago. 
They were done talking about ganja. That's a term we don't use. <laughs> about marijuana and its impacts. That's a, that's interesting, yeah. Ronnie. Very. And, and you know, um, the truth is that it's, it, the discussion has progressed, you know, um, to a point where our legislature uh, had is a, a legalization of some kind of use, expanded use recently. But, you know, the, the, the issue of drugs in the United States has been like a plague. Because after the Vietnam War, you know, and Nixon had to face that, that wave of people coming back from Vietnam with serious drug problems. And it permeated the whole country. It changed the laws, it all kind of thing. But, you know, it's Biden is the right person to be the president at this time because he understands the dynamic of the drug problem in the United States. And what the 50-year discussion from Nixon to now, mm-hmm. I think it's going to reach a hilt in the Congress, not with this, um, this Republican confusion. But with well, that's something the that science, I, that's something I'm looking forward to to, to. to the four of us knocking out because that was embarrassing last week. But um, <clears throat> dovetailing on what you're talking about, we recently passed recreational marijuana use laws. The legislature yes. uh, in yes. the thirty yes. in the thirty four the back end of the thirty four legislature um, in yep. the back end of the uh, the thirty second. Um, we passed medicinal laws. You know, I'm, I'm not yes. necessarily in favor of it because I believe. Uh, for me personally, um, two things. Um, marijuana been here forever. We ain't, ain't, ain't like ain't like there's something that just gonna come on come on a boat now because we legalize it. That's number one. Number two, um, the 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 and this is something that my dad pointed out to me before he died in the mid eighties. We had this conversation um, because I got myself involved in a in a dispute. Remember, we had a nightclub near Rumors in Tongue, right? Uh, Rumors, yeah. And that's for your that's for your children. Them, um, uh, that's levels now, levels right? And uh, yeah. so he was teasing me, and he said, "You know, uh, this is the statement my dad made. You got it, the 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 children them and the, the young man them don't in the don't in don't in 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 Harlem." And what he was referring to Kennedy, Shabot, and Red Brick, right? He said, "You got the young man yep. them in Harlem taking this chance because they're trying to hustle." But then you got the the man them up in Yankers where the drugs them come in. You were talking about Eastern, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. And that yeah. was that was how he referenced it. He's up in Westchester County where the people got money, right? Uh, and 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 once we legalize it, what about these what about these men who've been taking the risk all these years, right? What are we gonna yeah. do with them? Are they are are they prepared to get into a business model? You know, now that you've legalized it, that's number two. And then number three, we can't ignore the crime, the the, the, the crime component. You can't, you know, you can't. Well, and, and the education, and from a, and an educational standpoint, you know, because yeah. you know, it's one thing to say, okay, let me legalize it, and I, you know, it's here already, right? A lot of states, thirty plus states, I believe, right now have done some form of legalization and all that stuff. But you gotta look at the truth, and I mentioned it earlier, socioeconomic impact. When you're and doing that, something of this of this magnitude, that's just my take. Yeah, well, you know, the problem that we have had, the, as you mentioned, socioeconomic impact, is a, 
in the territory, we haven't really got a handle on how to uh, maneuver through young people in high school and in junior high valuing education and not getting involved with the criminal element. And we have, we have serious problems with that. And that marijuana thing was a draw for them for a while. And legalizing it might change the dynamic. And we, that, that's why I think the Senate moved forward with it because they want to change that dynamic to don't make it illegal anymore so that the people who are peddling it could make money and legalize it in a way such that they could run a business. Let's hope Let's hope, Neville. I could only hope that that's the path that we take in the territory with legalizing marijuana. I, I, I was not in favor initially of it, but I sort of buy into it when I think that it would steer some of these young people away from the criminal element. If, 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 in fact, if, in fact, they buy into business models and education. Yes. You know yes. Yeah, I can embrace that. I can embrace that. Yes, I, I, mean, that, I, mean, that. I mean, the part about it is that I, I, don't, I don't want the public to think that we're naive. Marijuana no, been here no. for the longest. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, we've been here yeah, for the and, longest. You know what I mean? But. Yeah. And, and, and it's been in use, and especially in, you know, my, my second business, it been uh, music. Oh, man. You, 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 in, in the music world, starting from in the 60s when I, we had Soulbusters, hey, hey, big use. And, you know, that's part of, not, I won't say it's part of it, but. R- Ronnie, I, I went to visit a partner of mine. He was in jail. This is 2000. And he tell me, the man that allowed them man in Mestos, the bun weed and let us to keep them sedated. Yep, yep. Yeah, I mean, let me let me be candid about what's going on. You check what I'm saying. But my biggest yeah. concern is that you know those who would benefit the most from it, um, that they're not that they're not you know excluded and 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 pushed to the curb, and then the next thing you know, we're creating a second level of criminal activity. You know, yes. that's that's, and, and that that's my biggest my concern. concern too. Yeah, yeah. No, and you 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 want to use the model of a business of if you grow in it, you, you wholesaling it, you sell it. If you if you retailing it, you sell it and you could run a real business. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. and there is going always be a demand. That's what we we know it was always a demand. Without a doubt. So 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 that with that demand you legalize it, you, you hope that people would use the right model. You know? And that, that that's the only hope. But but it, I, I just find it absolutely interesting that number one we found out that um, Richard Nixon was over at Canil Bay, <laughs> eh? and of course you know Rockefeller, Lawrence Rockefeller, he was big with creating the park service, influential in creating the park service over there on St. John. And then number two that they were talking about the effects of marijuana from in the seventies. Remember now, that was big hippie years and all. That's the hippie yeah. window, right? Right. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and you t- you touched on you touched on the the Vietnam impact a lot of. Um, our veterans that were taken for granted, exposed, right? Exposed yep. to to the elements, to the, to the man-made elements, not just you know the natural elements, the man-made elements over there uh, in the Pacific Rim, 
and they came back and some of them, you know, and you know, just gave up. And 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 we created a you know a a a, a population, a, a community of those who, you know, were suffering from depression and felt inclined. Next thing you know, they were not only suffering from depression, they're suffering from addiction. Yeah, yeah. They they they, they and and recently Congress passed some relief for veterans Correct. that have suffered. Yeah, you know, um and it was long in coming, but you know, Things happen slowly when the country is that big and there's a lot of moving parts. Uh, and that's why, you know, we got to hang in there with, with, with our needs here. Because you, it might take a long time, but we, we, we might get relief in many ways that we expect or and don't expect, you know. This new Congress, you know, is, is interesting now and... and <laughs> Well, we're gonna take a break now, and we're gonna come back and yeah. knock that out in the next segment. That was that was some clown activities going on. The Ringling, Ringling Circus was in full effect with the Republicans last week, uh, yeah. and they will disguise it as they will uh, try try to play it off as um, democracy and all that stuff. But that wasn't democracy. That was a sham. <laughs> that was a sham. So we we'll take a break. We we'll come back. We we'll get Doc School into the conversation as well. We'll be back right after this. Views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. You know exactly how you take your morning coffee. Knowing where to get news you can rely on is just as simple. Listen to Morning Edition from NPR News every weekday. From 6 to 8 a.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. You can also listen on demand via the WTJX app, available for download from the App Store in Google Play. So I spent the past year trying to figure out what news design for 21st century humans might look like. One of the things that really stuck with me was that we now know that humans actually need hope to get up in the morning. And I don't think as a journalist, I ever thought about it that way. We're always looking for new and better ways to understand the world we live in. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. 